everybody. This is Jessica Emery and the Dental Diaries podcast. I have an amazing, amazing guest today, Dr. Natalia Trisna, and we are just going to dive right into her amazing, amazing background. She is the founder of the Traveling Dentist nonprofit, but has an amazing story. So welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to uh, do this with you. It's my first time in a podcast ever. (laughs) Is it really? Well, gosh, you deserve like to get this story out because as I was just saying, there's so much to this story, to your story. I'm wondering if we should just kind of go way back to the beginning because you were actually looking at optometry, right? Yes, I did. So I grew up in Australia and in Australia, once you finish high school, you can go to dental school straight from high school. You can go to med school straight from high school, law school, everything. And initially I was really keen on being, a. initially I wanted to be a chef, but my Asian parents said no, because <laughs> uh, they don't support things, creative things like that. And then I wanted to be a doctor and they're like, no, you're going to be too old by the time you're done. And then what? I decided, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I'll try optometry. So I finished that. But, you know, when you go to optometrist, you're stuck in a dark room. You don't really interact that much with patients. Sure. And it, it kind of becomes a lot more about sales and selling things. And I was more interested in the patient care of it. And I also wanted to do something that can really help transform lives and change lives and save lives. So after I finished optometry school, I actually, before I finished, I applied to dental school, took the GAMSAT, which is the equivalent of your um, entry. Yeah. And yeah, I started, I didn't even go to my optometry graduation because I've already started dental school by the time I graduated. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. And then, yeah, that's, that's how I got into dental school, I guess. How I, that's how I started the journey. I find it fascinating. So optometry school was like your college, like your undergrad here in the States that we do before we go to. Yeah. I'm pretty new to all the, like the differences in education system. I didn't realize like as a, uh, from the States, you have to go through so much to get into dental school and also how expensive dental school is. I was just going to say, I was going to say the debt, the debt that stays with you here for forever and ever. And I, I love today. I don't know. There's so many entrepreneurs realizing that you, I don't know, that college, you know, that you don't, because I think for so many of us, we here in the States, we're just thrown in to college. Mm -hmm. You have to go to college and who knows at at what, how old are we? Like 18? Yeah. What you want to do with your life. Yeah. I mean, I think I started as a psych major and then, you know, kept pivoting. And I was at a fraternity party drinking one night with (laughs) a guy that was pre-dental because his dad was a dentist. And I was like, Oh, light bulb moment. My mom's a dentist. This might be a good idea. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. crazy. I mean, it, and it obviously like turned into such an, an insane passion of mine because once I stepped yeah. into it, it was meant to be. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's very interesting here. Very, very different. Yeah. Um, and I also think like, because I, cause I went to school in Australia and it was so affordable to become, to do dentistry. It allowed me to like do, you know, when we talk about our volunteering, because I didn't have that debt. I didn't have that burden of like, oh my gosh. you know, almost half a million dollars that I have to pay for. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, and then practice here again, you know, when you, um, anywhere probably, you know, practice, mm-hmm. practice ownership as well. If yes. you go into it solo, you take on, right. Yeah. Debt on top of the debt and the exactly. overhead is so high. It's, yeah, it's tremendous. So you really have to be insanely passionate about, you know, what, what we do, but exactly. Which so, makes sense that you're yeah. older by the time you're, you know, after undergrad, you know what you want, you commit yourself because it's a lifetime commitment. Right. And we just yeah. kind of t- touched on kids for a second too. And yeah. that's one thing as well that, you know, when people say, how do you, how do you do it? It's like, you just have to jump. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just, you have to make it yeah. fit into all of the rest. Yeah. Um, because with, with, uh, well, at least solo practitioner, you know, pr- practitionership, I think you maybe yeah. work for a corporate corporation. We'll get yeah. into that. But for yeah. me, um, solo practice, you know, you have a baby and you're right back at it. Like you can't take time off. So I love that you have created this like amazing lifestyle for, for you and your husband to do, you know, all that you're doing, but let's go back again. So you met, you went to dental school and you met your husband there. 
Yeah, so in Australia, there's a lot of Canadians because it's accredited, it's a accredited school. So I would say right now, almost 50% of the students are Canadians because they pay so much more. So they, um, the, our school loves them because, you know, they pay similar <laughs> to what the American students would pay, whereas uh -huh. an Australian student pay a small amount. So yeah, that's, I met my husband. We were clinic partners. So we took alginate impressions on each other. And, oh my gosh, how funny. Yeah. that. <laughs> yep. And then when we graduated, he had a family friend who was a dentist who offered him a job and offered me a job too. Um, so that's how I ended up in Canada. So you met, so he was in Australia, you were in Australia. Did you stay for a little bit or did you go right after dental school back? Right after dental school, like uh, we took the NDEB, which is the Canadian board exam. We took it on, the, uh, on our fourth year. So it was a crazy two weeks because Monday to Friday we had our school exam and then Saturday, Sunday we had the Canadian exam and then Monday to Friday we had the exams again. So it was like nonstop exams, but it was good. I got it over and done with while the info was still fresh. Sure. Um, and then graduated in March and we I started work in April. Wow. That's yeah. Amazing. That's like, yeah. that's a big, that's a big jump, you know, yeah. somewhere different. So it's a good friend of his and it's a more of a corporate. Well, he corporate. was an older guy and he was kind of selling, starting to sell his practice. I don't know if you're familiar with Dental Corp. So it's a big Canadian corporation that they own like hundreds of practices. Ah. Um, but it feels like, it doesn't feel like I'm working for a corporation. It feels like I'm working for a family practice, which is good. That's cool. Yeah. Was so it one of the corporations that has like individual kind of unique family style practices? Or is it? Yeah, they, they try to. And, but, you know, there's always the concern with like turnover of staff. So sure. we try to keep, we try to keep this, the amount of doctors and the only corporation feel of it is that um, like I can't control the materials that we get. So they'll ah. give us whatever materials that they get deals with or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> that would be hard. I mean, for, well, for me, but, but yeah, it's not me. for everyone. <laughs> it's not for everyone. Of course, of course. I like the flexibility of it. Yes. I can see like why. You said, yeah. Like you said, if you own your own practice, yes. You can't, can't really go anywhere. <laughs> no, you can't. I mean, you can, for me, I, you create your own kind of lifestyle, right? Like that's the whole entrepreneurship, you own your own yeah. practice, which is nice too. Um, on the other side of that, I mean, I take several vacations, eight weeks of vacation yeah. a year and, um, just have made oh, my lifestyle. Weeks? That's awesome. Yeah. So I, I mean, I've, I've made, I love to travel too, you know, mm. and I, um, have I want my team to have flexibility as yeah. well and you know work you know work hard play harder I you know that mentality yeah. I feel like yeah. is is really good for everybody yeah. um and so yeah I totally agree of, yeah created that but you need to take breaks my gosh for people that don't get out and see the world and I feel so blessed um like you with a lot of opportunities and having grown mm -hmm. up where you did and your parents um which we can go back to as well my parents too, took me to several places growing up. Like mm -hmm. if I had never experienced Europe prior yeah. to dental school, there yeah. is no way because it's been yeah. real ever since, you know, but yes. having yeah. a taste of something like yeah. that never goes yeah. away. And then you're just like, yeah. you know, you have to make the time, but if you don't know what you don't know, you know, I feel yeah. like so many dentists are, are burning out because I totally agree. Yeah. You know, they think they can't afford it. They think they can't yeah. take the time when what they don't realize is if they just made the time, even when yeah. they can't afford it, they'll make it work. Like all of a sudden yeah. they'll put it to the universe and a veneer case will walk it. Somehow they will be able to get it done and they're going to be so yeah. refreshed, better for their family, better for their team, you know, and yeah. life is too short. I totally agree. Yeah. That's, that's my point. That's the point I'm trying to make through, you know, the traveling dentist is that you got to, especially with COVID now, like things change so quickly. Yes. If you want to do something, you should try to do it because you never know what's going to happen, whatever well, it is. For sure. Yeah. That's the beauty to COVID. So the last the podcast that I was doing really were all through COVID, right? Which, yeah. oh my gosh. Um, uh, although such a, an awful, crazy time, it was, I'm so incredibly grateful for that, mm. for that time. And what I even personally experienced, as well as so many people I've talked to, just the, 
being people being able to slow down and really like go internally, like, you know, all the pivots that are being made and, you know, people realizing that, like slowing yeah. down to enjoy their family and, and just seeing things differently. Yeah. Um, that's been tremendous, you know, yeah. I think. and although traveling for many is like, I know <laughs> I, mean, I stepped back into it recently. I just came back from the Cape yeah. and I was in Charleston and people are like, Oh my gosh, you're traveling. Like, what is it like? Were you afraid? And I'm like, no, because like yeah. life keeps moving. And yeah. to me, you can't live being afraid and you have to do all of the things, but mm -hmm. you know, you just have to keep, keep going. Yeah, um, I agree. So it's, it's been so good. So you're, um, let's talk a little bit about when you, you got married and then yeah. were you and your husband talking about the idea. So obviously you loved traveling. Do you want to go like mm -hmm. way back to Indonesia? Yeah. Like your story? So basically I was born in Indonesia and there's different ethnic groups there. And the, in 1998, there was a big financial crisis. And because of the financial crisis, there was chaos everywhere. And um, there's riots in the streets and people were targeting the the Indonesians who have a Chinese background. So I'm three quarters Chinese, a quarter Indonesian, and people were burning things, looting things, kind of like sadly what was happening in the States. Mm -hmm. um, but they were specifically targeting the ethnically Chinese Indonesians. So my parents decided to leave and it was really, it, it's funny as a child, you think it was fun because school was canceled. All I remembered was like, Oh, school was canceled. I get to spend time with mom and dad. Yeah. But I remember the part where my dad's worker picked us up in the car and my parents put blankets over us to like hide us because if they see that you're Chinese looking, they're going to stop the car. They might burn the car. You never know what's going to happen. And then we just went to the airport and then we flew to Singapore and I thought it was an extended family holiday. And I was like, oh, it's a family holiday. I get to spend time with mom and dad. But yeah, we left Indonesia, um, stayed in Singapore for three years and then eventually immigrated to Australia. But that whole experience looking back, it's like we wouldn't be here. We don't know what would happen without the help of people. Mm -hmm. So I've always been very grateful to uh, my dad's workers who helped us, who was ethnically, they were Indonesian, so with different ethnic groups. Mm -hmm. um, but, and I've always felt like connection. I've always wanted to go back and help. And throughout dental school, we traveled and uh, my husband and I went to this remote island in Indonesia as tourists. We like to go diving, so it's a diving resort. And we met uh, a guy there who had a really bad toothache. His face was infected. His face was swollen. He had a dental infection. And um, we asked him, like, oh, well, you should go to the dentist. And he's like, well, I can't afford it. The nearest dentist is four hours away. And then we were third year dental students then. And he was like, oh, can you pull, can you take a look? You know, you know how, when pe how people <laughs> act when you yeah, tell them they're dentists? Yeah. 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 When you're like, can you help me? Like, yeah. no, no, we can't help. But after that moment, that really clicked in my mind that like, there's really a need. We are so lucky to live yes. where we are. Yes. You know, when you live in a big city, there's dentists everywhere. You can go to a dentist any time of the day um, and get help. But when you live in a small island in the middle of nowhere, it becomes a really life-threatening disease. Yeah. So that's where kind of the, the whole idea of volunteer, like my passion of volunteering dentistry started. And um, COVID really gave me the opportunity to think about like what I want to do, how I want to change, like how I want to translate this into real life and really create a permanent change in the world. I love that. Like, yeah. I love that. I have had the opportunity to do um, many trips to, yeah. you know, Haiti and Nicaragua yeah. and uh, mission trips are, oh my gosh, like so incredibly, incredibly mm -hmm. rewarding. We were yeah. supposed to go back. I was supposed to take my team to Haiti. Actually, I believe it was this past year. Everything is so blurry with, like, <laughs> with COVID and everything, but this January, yes. Yeah. Um, but because of everything that was going on there politically, like we couldn't, yeah. it wasn't safe to yeah. go. Um, but yes, you know, riding in one of those, the, the trucks through the dirt roads for yeah. hours into the jungle and oh my gosh, how grateful the people are and the yeah, children. Yeah, exactly. And, 
Oh, makes you so oh. happy to be a dentist. Like yes, for yes, me, yes. dentistry was never about like money. And we never really me wanted too. to own practice. Yes. So yes. it's more about uh, helping people and, you know, the smile that people give you when they're done and they're out of pain. Yes. Yeah. It's so incredibly rewarding. I, I am with you a hundred. I never either. I don't, when you practice, when you do what you love, I think money follows mm-hmm. like ultimately mm-hmm. for life. Um, but yes, I, I agree. When we went to Haiti, they gave me, so like Nicaragua, for instance, and mm-hmm. I had been, been on a mission trip even with my mom moons ago mm-hmm. and I wasn't even, maybe as a dental student or beginning a yeah. dental student, but I mean, I didn't have my degree, but in a third world country, yeah. they allow you to kind of get in there. Yeah. And, and I remember extracting a tooth. Maybe it was hanging by a thread, but I remember my mom letting me get in there. Like, yeah, hold the forcep. You know, amazed, like amazing, um, with that, but like we back then only extracted teeth, but this last trip we went on, they gave me yeah. a handpiece yeah. and I was the one, everyone else was doing extractions around me, but they allowed me to like drill and fill, so to speak. Yeah. So instead of, um, and I have all these amazing pictures, but like this cosmetic dentistry, yeah. which, uh, decay in front teeth, for instance, where they would have yeah. to it out, I was able to take it out. And I mean, I use oh. all the oral surgery instruments and I got super, super creative with like yeah. composite. And, yeah. and the luxator. Yes. <laughs> but I was able to like save their teeth and like the pastor of like one community just like hugged me. It was a deaf community. I mean, oh, it was just, it's so like those memories stay with you yes. forever. Sure. And those yeah. are the life moments. So, I mean, I think it's tremendous like what you're doing. Yeah. I agree um, with you founding this. I, I believe yeah. you have said, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but that, you know, people do dream of doing these things, but they don't know where to go. And and sometimes what I have also found is, um, you know, you might say, oh, this is a great mission trip and want to go on it. And then they're like, sorry, it's closed to, to this group or only so many people. So how, how did you start it? How are you, you know, developing this, uh, yeah. what will people have access to? Tell me more. Yeah, for sure. So um, last year we did, we took six months off work and we traveled and I did a lot of research about the travel, where I can volunteer. So I wanted to focus more on like local organizations. I didn't, I, I didn't want to join an international organization. I want to find, I want to find those like little nonprofits or little private foundations that isn't really well known mm-hmm. and help directly and connect with them. So that's what I did. The internet is an amazing place. You can yes. find anything if you keep going and you look through the multiple pages of Google. A lot of people just look on the first page. Yeah. Um, and it's also very affordable. Like volunteering, you shouldn't pay a lot yes. of money to do that. I, it's a big impediment. And um, there's a lot of local organizations that take in volunteers. You don't have to pay for anything. I mean, you have to pay for your own accommodation, but they're not charging you lots of money for that. So we, during our six month trip, we connected with a lot of uh, organizations and I kind of just stayed in touch with them. And when I told them I wanted to start my own nonprofit and organize trips, um, group trips uh, and work with them, they were all so open to it because they want to be more, they want the exposure, they want to get more volunteers. So I'm just trying to use the power of the internet and social media to try to generate more interest. Yeah, social um, media is insane. The connection, yeah. I mean, that's why I started this, all of the amazing women I've met, I mean, the relationship building, I mean, yeah. I mean, Instagram alone, let alone, you know, the yeah. rest of, of the internet. And it's, yeah. it's amazing, but how, um, with these groups because i know it must be difficult so are you do they already have dental you know dental set up as part of yeah so some of it um for example it depends which country you go to so we've got a couple of locations so in the philippines for example they already have uh, a clinic there it's in the city of cebu and they have one chair that was donated by an american i believe um, and in an air conditioned room, which is great because it's yes. like 35 degrees and you're sweating and your mask is slipping off. Of so they have one chair in an air conditioned room and they've got three, um, portable chairs outside, kind of like yep. in your deck. Um, and the chair is handmade, hand woven. And uh, you should see, I think I have a picture on my website of what the dental units look like. It's literally somebody made it. It's a toolbox with, with hoses 
and there's empty Coke bottles that they fill with water and like oh it's completely handmade, but it works. It a hundred percent. You have to works. put that on Instagram. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Just so um, these. Yeah. Cool. It's, it's literally amazing. handmade. It's so cheap. And then the, there's portable dental x-rays that I, I didn't even know it was uh, possible. But the good thing about the Philippines program is that they also do mobile clinics. So for example, they can go, the Philippines made out of thousands of islands. So if you want to do, you want to visit one island in particular, because you have an interest in say diving or surfing, you can do volunteer trip with this organization and they can make everything mobile, like everything packs up in suitcases. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so that's the Philippines program. There's the other ones where there is a clinic established there. So you don't really have to bring much. The only thing we ask you to bring is local anesthetic. And some, if you want to do fillings, then bring your own composite and filling materials. Um, so there's just different, different countries have different facilities. Sure. Um, like I said, I'm really uh, especially interested in Indonesia. We also partnered up with a surf, a surf resort and a dive resort. The one dive resort has a dental chair. Oh my god. Yeah, um, they have one dental chair. They showed me, they took pictures of all the equipment. They've emailed it to me. Uh, it's pretty incredible that they have quite a lot of tools. So you can do, you know, you don't have to bring a lot of things and you can go diving in the morning and then do dentistry in the afternoon. Hello. Like, yeah. <laughs> first of all, now I feel like we're confusing things. But at the same time, if you can tie it, I mean, I'm someone, I dated a surfer for a really long time. So we used to yeah. get things. So like, I love that diving, surfing world um yeah like you know out there and and that would be that would be incredible I also yeah. would love to go to the Philippines because I have two amazing team members from the Philippines that are in the Philippines oh, really? that work with me um and yeah. have for three years on my yeah. Gray team yeah and I adore them actually one of them is in Canada now she just finished school in Canada <laughs> oh, oh yeah in Canada so um I, but I would love to get over there and, and yeah do something like it's, that so it's incredible like the people people are I mean you have volunteered before you know how yes. strong those people are yes. and they're just so tough yes. and uh, yeah <laughs> I, I want everybody to experience it I also think um everybody will you know when you say bring your own anesthetic I mean from our hearts if you are going you know you want to give and I think you know many of our trips obviously uh you know they would ask take a take a suitcase go to Salvation yeah. Army or you know yeah. I mean, how many suitcases do we have with a broken wheel or whatever you know what I mean yeah take a suitcase, fill it up with everything yeah. you have that you can bring, that you can give. And yeah. between everybody that travels, you know, yeah. on that, that one trip, yeah. um, you know, and then you leave whatever you can behind for them. Yeah. But it's just such a tremendous uh, mm -hmm. rewarding experience mm -hmm. um, that, like I said, once you do it once, you want to keep keep going. Exactly. Yeah. I want to, sure. it's just too bad that with COVID it makes it a little bit I uncertain. Know. <laughs> I know. Right. And the thing is, but it's going to, yeah. How much longer and none of us know, you know, I mean, it's not forever. It's not even exactly. though it feels like forever. forever. <laughs> and I think all of us are like, all right, new year, just get to the end of the year. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. It will have been a year almost that by that time it's, yeah, it's incredible. But, um, but then hopefully, yes, we'll all like pick back up in the world will be moving and, and traveling. So, yes. yeah. Cause I've, I've spoken to, for example, the organization in Dominican that I work with, they've like shut their doors and they have to, um, stop temporarily. They're focusing on food donations because right now people are more concerned about food than teeth. Right. Or, or yeah. Um, it's concerning. So you know, it's affecting. Yeah. yeah. You know, those abscesses can be like, that, I mean, life threatening. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, you've seen them and it's, it's super scary. So that's, that's yeah. scary in itself too. Although can they go to the hospital? Um, they can, I guess they, they can go to the hospital, but might be four hours away and they don't have hours away. Yeah. yeah hours away. And also I think I'm not sure if it's free because right. a lot of, right. Yeah. And some people can't afford it. So right. People yeah. can walk everywhere too and bare feet i mean it's just like wow the, the it's a whole nother world when you go volunteering you just see like things that are so easy for you are not yes. easy for them yes yeah. i think everyone needs a recheck everybody yeah, can do it for sure. so like, plan for your 2021 goals yeah. <laughs> to to get in touch with you for sure to sign yeah. up with for one of these trips so are you going to be 
as you schedule these trips, um, yeah. are you going to be leading that yes. trip? For yeah. So okay. that's the plan is we're going to lead, we're going to lead the trip. My husband and I are going to lead it. Uh, we try to limit the number of people to 10 um, because some of the clinics we work with are small. Some clinics are bigger so we can take a bigger group and we try to have a mix of every type of dental professional. So we want hygienists to come. We actually want dental students to come. Um, even some people, if we have room, pre-dental students can come as well um, because we just want to expose everyone to volunteering because you know, we talked about how as soon as you graduate from dental school, sometimes it's like a rat race and yes. you forget yep. about uh, maybe, you know, other, other people or the, re I don't want to say the real reason you wanted to become a dentist or something like that. Like if yes. you want to help people, right. um, but the reality is, you know, if you have a lot of student debt, you might just be focused on working and, you know, you'll be working six days a week, working evenings, but but if we take students and expose them to the benefits of volunteering early, maybe it'll, it'll become kind of like a lifestyle for them. Right. You know, every year they might want to go back on a volunteering trip. Right. No, absolutely. And yeah. to your point, it's not expensive to do. Um, you know, that, that has always amazed me. And I'm sure people get caught up more with, you know, oh, it's the production we'll be losing. But, mm -hmm. but you'll never gain an experience like that. Take your team and go mm. if you can or, or, you know, like, I mean, the, for team members, that's the most rewarding experience and gift you could yeah. ever, ever give them because sometimes they haven't been, you know, it's always amazed me sometimes, you know, people haven't been to the ocean. Yeah. Long, you know, You're I mean, right. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's incredible. So again, you know, traveling, like I, I love love it, love what you're doing too, because I just think that traveling and seeing the world and where, how mm -hmm. other people live and where they are in other places is so, so important mm -hmm. for sure. So how many will you be doing a year, do you think? So we want to do at least three or four trips um, a year. And each trip is different. So for example, for Dominican or Honduras or Belize, it's just one week trips. Um, and then other places like Indonesia, it's a, it's a longer, it's about 11 days or 12 days. So uh -huh. basically all our holidays will be taken up by this, but it's something that we enjoy doing. So we want to keep doing it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that is, also, a yeah. I mean, is a holiday. It is better you can do in a holiday than go and like yeah. get back. Yeah, for I sure. agree. And, and um, I want, we want to make this more kind of informal and less structured. So not, you won't only be doing volunteering. Um, if you want to choose, you know, to volunteer only a couple of days, we can make that work for you because we, we get it. Like maybe you, you're off for a week. You don't want to do dentistry for eight hours a day, the whole week. You might want to do something else. You want to go surfing or you want to go diving or you want to go just lie down on the beach. You can do that. So we just want to make it accessible for everyone. We want to make this also like a holiday. So people stop seeing volunteering as something separate. It's something that you can do during your holiday. Yeah, that 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 will be hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I hope I hope that what you find is that everybody dives in and gives a hundred because yeah. I don't know. Because to me, that's blending two things. You're like blending. Want to go all in with a vacation? Yeah. Go to your resort and yeah. do. But if you are going to commit to give back you give 150 and yeah. you show up and you get up and you know you you take cold showers with you know with whatever but like yeah. i think that bonding experience with the group that you're with and i love the yeah. idea of the 10 people because i mm. know in the past when we've gone traveled with small groups we've become very close yes um, yeah you know at dinner you come back and you just feel you know everyone takes that cold shower because there's no hot water like if you're happy, <laughs> you know to get a shower and, yeah. you know, you sit around for dinner and just talk, you know, up through your day and really about how incredibly grateful you are. And that's why I'm just thinking, I'm like, if I went surfing or was living or was living more of like, because uh, um, what's so fascinating, because are you talking about, this was interesting in Haiti. We got there, we're in the back of, we get to the airport, they yeah. throw our luggage in the back of a truck, right? So yeah. we're all in the back of the truck bouncing around going you know through the windy roads and you see yeah. people on the streets and squatting on the street like everywhere and um 
we pull into this gate and yeah. it's a, a like a resort of sorts yeah. i mean yeah. uh where are you going to be staying now the rooms of course no ac really no anything in cold water and all that mm. but it was it felt odd <laughs> yeah where in nicaragua we the pastor would leave we'd go into the jungle i said the pastor of that community would leave and give us his quote-unquote house that would be a dirt floor and yeah. maybe there are chickens running through it and you look yeah. up and you see the stars through the roof i mean yeah. and to me that experience is like amazing so like you know last year with haiti i'm like this feels odd there's a pool <laughs> looking over the you door. feel guilty <laughs> i felt yes this feels doesn't feel right that you're coming in from that and then you know yes living like i said this yeah i saw what you're there um, yeah that's a personal thing though um for no me. i totally i totally get it like we just try to i totally agree with what you say with once once you volunteer you just want to keep doing it that's how I felt too. Like my husband and I, when we were in our six month trip, we said, okay, in this one place, we'll volunteer one week. But after one week is over, you're like, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. I need to keep doing this. or right. we need to keep doing that. You need to help more people. Yes. And that's good for us. Cause that's, we love doing that. But some people volunteer is not for everyone. Right. And some people don't want to do that. Right. So we, before setting up this website, we did a survey just to find out what uh, people would want out of a volunteering trip. So we, we did the survey on dentists, dental students, uh, dental hygienists, and we just asked them a, uh, a number of questions. And one of the questions is out of a one week trip, how many days do you want to volunteer? Some people would say they want to volunteer the whole time, but I would say on average, they say they want to volunteer three days. And you kind of have to respect that. Like everyone's different everyone sure. not everyone has that burning passion to help others <laughs> and if the way i thought about it is you know if i try to make this accessible for people um more people might want to do it and maybe it's one when they do a trip yeah when sure. they do a trip where they volunteer a couple of days the next time they want to do it the whole week right um it's all about like trying to expose people into that kind of world because not everyone wants to stay in a dirt floor and take cold of showers. Course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I didn't think I would either, <laughs> but then sometimes you but have to you step change, out of right? your element. Yeah. You yeah. have to step in and do things, fight your fear and do things that you wouldn't do because that's how you yeah. grow. Exactly. And, you know, and like I said, giving back to me, when you put that out to the universe, it comes back to you tenfold. So I totally agree with that. Yeah. It's, it's so, it's so important. And that's interesting. And that, that's a real fascinating and smart concept. And I love that you pulled people and did that survey to see what yeah. people wanted because you're giving people what they want, which is ultimately the way to go. Um, and what yeah. you may find is that people feel that they absolutely love it and they thought they wanted to go surfing, mm -hmm. but they would rather go to yes. the, you know, the clinic that day. Yeah. And, and we're and also thinking about like what the clinic wants. So it's not all about what I've what volunteers one but we also ask the clinic like what do you need because for example the there's, if there's only two dental chairs right. they only need about four people so if i have 10 people we can do shifts um and then we service the clinic to the full capacity and help as many people as possible but then you don't need to volunteer that whole time so that's yeah. kind of what we're trying to do as well i mean every everyone i've went on there's always a line but they hear you're coming and sun oh, up, sunset yeah. and you have to turn people away. And it's like devastating, mm -hmm. especially if you can't go back or it's the last day. And then sometimes you have yeah. to triage who is, you know, you know, worse, you know, case scenario to bring them yeah. forward. And um, gosh, it's amazing. You have me like thinking about all of it now <laughs> and wanting to, wanting to go and do it for sure. Yeah. So well, did you do your trips through the church you said, or like you said, no, they're all through, like, I'm not, um, affiliated at all. Um, mm -hmm. but people I have known through dentistry have mm -hmm. started, have started different, um, kind of, yeah, like nonprofits and done things like mm -hmm. this. The mission trip, like Nicaragua that I did, um, years ago was my, a friend of my mom's from Tufts. Mm -hmm that mm -hmm. um, had started that and so yeah. i kind of just yeah. latched on like so for <laughs> me because i'm so busy right like in all of that yeah. stuff like i love it i i love if someone else has done it like you have started i'm like i'm in i would love yes. to go a lot of people are like that I'll yeah they're like, right yeah. exactly and that's what's so great because i wouldn't have known if i wasn't kind of asked or people um you know 
through, you know, I have a, a private, especially Facebook, right? Like, and I'm not a fan of yeah. Facebook. I'm definitely an Instagram girl, but I do <laughs> have a couple of private pages, one called the Dental Confidential, which is a specific group of people. Um, and that one, uh, one of the dentists in that group is the one that runs the one for Haiti. And so, uh, mm. you know, and through him talking about it and asking us, I think even just through our group of a hundred people, he already had yeah. his, his group of, of 10, you know, yeah. or 14 going. So and then I was like, I'm a lifer. I'll go every year. I mean, yeah. Her. And like I said, that was my, my commitment and my goal. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, like I said, we couldn't go when we left last year is when like riots broke out and cars were being flipped and burned. Yeah. And it, it, it was, um, you know, scary in that regard, more so for my husband was just like, Oh, like I'm glad, you know, or me, I'm like, you gotta keep, you know, things happen every day, everywhere, all the time. Yeah. Again, you know, you just have to show up and, and do your thing and, yeah. Um, and you're so right with when you said about, you know, some people just want it all organized and they'll be like, yep, I'll go. Because yeah. that's that in our survey, that's the, the number two thing is they don't want to organize it. Like they don't want to think about the logistics of right. anything. They just want to show up and do their thing. Yes. Um, that's what we're trying to do as well. Make it as easy as possible. That's tremendous. We'll organize everything. Yeah. Today, time is so valuable for everybody. I mean, mm -hmm. that's why... Um, that is going to be kind of like an all-inclusive service, like that, well, like you're creating, you know, the, yeah. and then, yeah, I, I think this is going to blow up. I just think it's going to be incredible. I, I hope so. I just, I mean, it's just my husband and I, so we want to just do our best to help people. And yeah, hopefully a lot of people are interested in this. Um, so like, for example, we, my husband and I have so many different interests. Like we like surfing, we like kite surfing, diving, we like hiking. So <laughs> a lot of our, a lot of the places we go to this, like there's an aspect of fun that you can do. So if you don't want to volunteer all the time, which you absolutely can, if you want to, there's other things to do. Because for example, if you have a spouse, if you have a partner who's not in dentistry, maybe they don't want to just um, watch you do your thing or maybe they want then might they might not be so keen on a volunteering trip if there's no aspect of fun for them unless right. you have a super um understanding partner <laughs> of course which hopefully we all do yeah. i wanted to bring my kids when i left yes and Haiti, a lot of people have kids too oh my god yeah. i was like my kids are coming back yeah. here and they can stay and play like but just the drive alone and seeing yeah. kids i mean our children here are so freaking spoiled you know and and i was so frustrated yes. like coming home to the fact you know if they would say the wrong thing i'm like you don't even know the kids. yeah you don't know how lucky you are <laughs> they play with like oh my god like a little jack on the ground is like their toy yeah. you know forever and Oh my gosh, just so incredibly grateful. And I just wanted my, I want my kids yes. to, you know, to be, to be really a grateful part of it. Yeah. Too. And that's another thing is like, we want to make programs that are family friendly. So for example, like in um, one of our programs in Indonesia as well, but it's in the island of Sumba. And um, this island, actually the hotel is owned by Chris Birch, who's the Tory Birch's ex-husband I think uh -huh. so it's a really amazing resort but they have a private foundation that's affiliated with it um, and they do there's a dental clinic um, 10 minutes away from the resort and there's lots of different programs so one of the programs they have is the school lunch program where malnutrition is a big issue there because there's not enough food for everyone um, so they will make food and you can volunteer to give food to the kids at school. And it's something that your kids can participate yes. in. You know, while you're doing one type of volunteering, you're exposing your children to another type of volunteering, helping others and interacting with other kids in the area. It's just amazing. I need, so, I need a DM when that one comes up because I'm yeah. <laughs> all over that. I would pull my kids out of school here for, you know, a trip like that. Because again, world yeah. experiences to me are second to none. And I think that's really, really important. Um, yeah. So yeah, we want to create, like, go to places that are safe, family friendly. You don't have to go to, in the back of a truck, like you said, bumpy yeah. road. It's still remotely, uh, it's still remote, but it's safe and family friendly and tourist friendly. Um, and we want the kids, you know, um, to be involved as well. That's so those are the things that we're trying to do is because we want to involve like the whole family and 
kind of, yeah, transform your way of thinking like what is a holiday and what is a volunteering trip? It can exist together. It doesn't have to be two separate things. Sure. So if you, like, if you guys have a goal for your family, is it going to be to like have them on the backpacks and like bring them Basically, the yes. <laughs> Every time when we go hiking and we see families like that, we're like, that's going to be us one day. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I said that was going to be me too. I was like, nothing's going to change. <laughs> I know, but you know what? But you're so, like I said, so strongly invested in this is your world and your future and can be, like you're going to make it happen. And and it will just, so. yeah, the, the babes will fit right into that picture and you'll you'll grow together with those experiences. I mean, you the world's your oyster too. You could end up just doing this all the time and continue to travel and just homeschool school them to me, there's like, again, yeah. no better education than traveling the world as a kid and like learning different cultures and yeah. all of that stuff. Oh my no, gosh. Uh, yeah. So it's good. much better than online school or whatever's been happening oh, right now. <laughs> yeah. Where, uh, where mom is getting on Google to try to learn math and like, whatever, <laughs> give me a break. It was, it was so crazy during that time. Um, I, I, I do wonder, you know, and you think about parents too, that were both working and home, like how people got it done or didn't have the education. I mean, I don't, I don't know the kids with yeah. what happened and where it's going, going back to school. But yes, like traveling would be, would be everything for sure. So are you going to mm -hmm. take your, um, on your website then you just launched your website. Can you tell mm -hmm. people where to find you? Um, it's the traveling dentist.org. So org. Okay. And we'll yeah. let, we'll put that in your, and it's dentist with an S because sometimes I, my friends would try to try to they would spell it wrong and then like it's not working I'll be i like, noticed spelling it wrong <laughs> isn't it the canadian thing sometimes you guys spell yeah things. so traveling is with double l yes i noticed yeah that. i even thought i was like is that spelled i had to look uh, at it a couple times i had to consult my friend who is in editing he's she's an editor and then she was like, no, it's the Canadian spelling. It's double L. You have to yes. do double L. <laughs> Australia, you guys do it differently too. And it's funny yeah. too, I read it and I'm like, oh, Cambridge and London. And my husband's from England. So I'm like, oh, England. And then I'm like, oh no, it's no, Canada. Ontario. <laughs> I know. It's yeah. so funny. But um, yeah, so with the spelling, we'll make sure that we, um, we write it, you know, so we write it yeah. out so that people can yeah, so with the podcast show notes. Yeah. And all the information's on the website. What I even, I'm such a detail oriented person. I literally wrote down like a sample itinerary because when I'm looking for a trip, I want to get as many details as possible. Love it. And um, the dates, I have some dates there. It's quite ambitious. Uh, so the first trip I want to go to is in January to Dominican Republic. Um, but I don't know if that's going to happen. So the, the dates, unfortunately, are tentative right now. But We'll see what happens. I'm trying to hey stay girl, positive. Set the goals, right? You exactly. Set the goal posts, like, yeah. Typically, it will happen, and hopefully, yes. Fingers crossed that the world kind of opens back mm. up and this this goes away. <laughs> yeah. And we can do like all of the things, but I love that because I think as dentists, so many of us are so crazily detail oriented. Yes. Um, you know, for me too, it's like, I need everything in front of me. And yeah. that's why I have a personal assistant too. Cause it's like my calendar and like details and notes. Cause I just have so many moving parts. And if I'm doing the dentistry, yeah. I need to make sure that everything around me is at least organized. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, that's amazing. You have an assistant. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I have to. And of course this is like years in and because of multiple businesses, of course, where I wouldn't, it is a, a luxury. Yes. Um, but once I stepped into it um for like i said five years ago there's just no looking back after that because you're so taken care of with so many things and then three kids too you know whether mm. i need a birthday gift or i need yeah. just anything from personal to business um they're able mm. to set up things and just just make that way it makes it happen like i can just show up and get it done which is mm -hmm. wonderful or come up with the, the ideas they always say that if you're a visionary you know, and you're kind of up in the clouds, like you should, you should stay there, but you need a strategist yeah. or an executor behind you kind of yeah. like, you know, getting everything locked. Totally. In so yeah. it, it works. My husband's the idea guy and I'm the execution person. See, <laughs> see how that works? Totally. See, yeah. I'm not like, I'm a dreamer, visionary. My ideas are insane, but I have too many and I pivot <laughs> all the time. So if I didn't have like that, that strategist making it happen, I don't know, I'd be on to my next thing. I mean, every time I travel, my team, my spray team will be like, please don't come back with another Instagram handle. Because <laughs> my brain just starts going somewhere and I'm like, wouldn't this, this would be a great idea and we should do this and that. And 
It's so funny. So fortunately for the the strategist type like you will be like, let's stay on this project and just nail it first. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I actually had to cut down on the detail on the website because my husband's like, nobody needs to know this. No one is interested in this Um, because I would write, you know, write such detailed things. You're like, you need to cut it down. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. I don't know. I I like the detail too, but um, but you're right. Like I suppose just to go through and then Instagram where people can find you, the traveling dentist, can you yes. spell that out? Cause it's got the two L's. It's the underscore traveling double L traveling dentist. Um, because the traveling dentist is already taken. This is such that. a popular thing. <laughs> Isn't that crazy names and how, I think I was the first dental diaries. Like, yeah, so many moons. 10 years ago, I don't know, so long ago. And since then, I think the Dental Diaries p- comes up with every single underscore dots, like every, yep, every so possible many. combination. Yeah. Yes, it's so hard you to have to be one of the original people to get those good names. Right. Or come yeah. up with an original, yeah, like, or a name too. But I do love, I mean, obviously that says everything. You want something easy mm-hmm. that speaks to what you're doing and that is what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, get the word out, and, you know. And I'm also open to if, say, if you own your own practice and you want to organize like a, your team to go volunteering somewhere, I can definitely connect you to the organizations that I work with. We can help you plan it. Um, it's also on our website. We can design a trip for you um, because like I said, everyone wants different things um, and we need to be able to provide that. But I truly believe once you get, once you start volunteering, you're going to want to keep doing it and you're going to want to like a cool concept. You're kind of like a travel, a dental traveling agency. Kind of. Or, like not I actually love Yeah. Oh God. Giving yeah. Money. And, and we don't really, I, I, this is fun for me. I'm one of those weird people who love planning travels for fun. And um, when we plan a trip for you, we just ask that you donate to the nonprofit and that donation is going right back to Amazing. the local to the um, clinic partners that we go to because right now they do need a lot of help. For example, like I said, one of them already closed down because there's just not enough funds because they rely on volunteer dentists so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That's so incredible. I, I just love travel planning and especially right now. <laughs> that's so amazing. And you know what? That's what the gift of right now is, is although, I don't know, for me, it's definitely over. <laughs> I've been back to work for eight <laughs> weeks, hardcore. And yeah. I'm like, where did that time go? And how did I have so much time? Um, I know. Right. Like, yeah. Home, but obviously we're, we're deep and down in it, you know, <laughs> in the mouse, like, you know, working like we used to. So time I don't feel like time is on my, my side anymore, but what I loved having time was letting the creative juices flow and plan things mm. and, and figure out ways to step in and help others. Um, in dentistry, you know, again, because I have my other business, like you're doing this too, and this feeds our, mm-hmm. our creative souls for giving back. You know, I, I'm trying to empower dentists as well to step out and step into, you know, I feel like insurance, insurance here in the States is, um, is something very different than Canada. And, you know, I just feel like it's a lock chain ball and chain for a lot of dentists and, you know, to become free of that, it's like, they've got to step into social media and things and dentists are still Mm -hmm. so far back. So for me, like you with your nonprofits, for me, it's like this heart pull to really help empower dentists to step into social media and try to hold their hand and help them Mm -hmm. grow because mm-hmm. my practice, I don't do marketing. Like my practice, my big veneer cases that come in, you know, weekly are from Instagram and from social media. Yeah. And it's just, it's amazing. Um, so, but I loved having that time. I loved having the time <laughs> to organize things and like come up with things that could help, you yeah. know? And uh, no, I agree. I have, there's some dentists who don't even have a website. I know, or not a mobile friendly website, or if they do have a website, which most of them do, they have stock images. And I'm like, like, (laughs) in today's world where culture is everything and how people feel and time is valuable, like they're going to land on you and make that decision in two minutes flat. They're also going to scroll down on your website to look at your Instagram, you know, to, to feel the culture. So I keep banging my head, but I'm not going to stop because, you know, when you, like you have a passion for something, you just keep, keep going. And mm-hmm. eventually, you know, like I said, dentists, I hope all dentists, like I said, step into social media. I hope all dentists like do, you know, travel with you and go, you know, on a trip to give back. Um, that should be on a bucket, a bucket list item, hands down. I hope so. Yeah. 
you know, for, for everybody, because, um, again, to our point, I guess we should kind of close with that, that life is, mm-hmm. is too short. Agree. Uh, so you never know what's going to happen. You know? So take the yes. chance while you can take the chance, go and see other countries, you know, travel, give back. Um, yes, it's, it just will fill your heart for sure. So you can find, um, you, like I said, we'll put everything there by Instagram. Mm-hmm. You're growing that your brand new website and they can reach yeah. out, DM you, email yeah. you. I'd love that. I'd love to connect with anybody. I, yeah, it's great meeting new uh, dentists who have similar passions on Instagram. Like I said, I spoke to Dr. Uh, Jessica Matkalf and yes. it's just so many amazing women out there Beyond. and men and men <laughs> it's well yeah. it's funny there are there are men but like i think we can speak to the women and be okay with that <laughs> i i have one guy and he's like i want to be part of the girl gang like <laughs> mental girl gang and he sent me a picture of him in his pink coat and he's like yeah. hey i'm here and i'm like i get it and i don't mean to be women empowerment by any means but but i think it's okay for us all to kind of choose celebrate like, that yeah. celebrate it and mm-hmm. i just think as dentists we work alone and solo so many of us are solo practitioners and not sharing these amazing wins and things mm-hmm. um so if we can share amongst ourselves to get the word out mm-hmm. um and in feature you know and like i said scream it from the rooftops yeah we need to do for sure so i will i will do that for you and any of you listening out there um check out what she's doing share the love um you know if you can repost something from from her to share it amongst other dentists like i said it it really could actually refuel somebody that's really, uh, you know, in dentistry in a, you know, in a, in a stale place. Yes. That could Burn be out. a gift. Help. Yep. They give themselves to, like you said, remembering back when and why. Yep. For yeah. Sure. For me, that really made me feel so much happier as a dentist. And it made me feel more proud to be a dentist after my volunteer trip. Because sometimes, you know. Um, I heard your podcast about that one unappreciative patient who would complain um, and it would just like torture your soul. And this just does the complete opposite. It like fills you up and makes you so happy. Exactly. Exactly. Because yeah, unfortunately I said so many of those can take you down and you just need one trip, one trip that will absolutely light that fire again Mm -hmm. and you'll come back with new eyes and look Mm -hmm. at people differently. And you'll also realize that shit doesn't matter. Like, honestly, like yeah. things, you know, the little things that get us so caught up yeah. in the practice or the negative people that come through, you know what, you don't know what happened in their day. Like, let it fly, let it roll. Don't let it, exactly. you know, ice chip at you essentially. Yeah. So, well, good stuff. That's I've amazing. loved, loved having you today. So I so Thank appreciate you, so you for what you're doing. And like I said, we will definitely put this out to the universe and I definitely want to accompany you on a trip. So I will be standing by and watching. Like, <laughs> I'll let you here. know. Yes, yeah. I'll let you know when we have a trip. Yes, please. Because I will, yeah, I'll put it out there. And I, like I said, I want to join. And if you do the thing with the kids, I'm there, you know, let's do it for sure. So yeah. Um, Sounds with great. that being said, thank you so much. And we will everyone just head over and give her a follow so you can see where her next destination uh, for her nonprofit traveling is. Thank, Thank you. you so much.